Hey y'all, welcome back to Malia's Ideas, the podcast. My guest for today's episode is a sweet friend of mine named Isabella. Isabella is a well-known local photographer in my hometown who is here today to talk about photography. Bella is a phenomenal photographer and I'm excited for everyone to hear about how she has developed her craft and how she got her start in the photography business. Alrighty, without further ado, let's get to it. Alrighty, welcome Isabel to the podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I know that was really cheesy, but it's it's the best I got. It's all good. Yeah, so I'm just going to let Isabel, before we jump right in, introduce herself. Um, because I keep calling, okay, first of all, <laughs> she keeps looking at me because I'm crazy. I keep calling her Isabel. I'm aware it's Isabella, but for some reason I have, I just <laughs> okay. ingrained in my brain. It's Isabel. I'm horrible. Okay. I'm a, okay. all right. I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> Hello. Uh, my name's Isabella, not Isabel. <laughs> and Gosh. I'm 19 years old, um, born and raised in Southern California. And here I am today. <laughs> um, and you're, Right now you're doing school? Are you working? Yes. So I currently attend Saddleback College. To um, JC for those who don't know. Yes. And I um, just recently started my second year there. So super excited just to finish off the year strong and be graduating in two years. So awesome. That's so great. And we're here and we're going to talk about photography. I Photography is something that I just started getting into over quarantine because my brother used to take a photography photography class in high school and he had a camera and I was I've always just looked at it and was like maybe one day and so it's like well I have time. So today we're talking about photography. Isabella. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh every single time I say it now because I know I say it wrong. Uh, Isabella is a professional photographer. She gets paid monies and you're like you're kind of known in our community mm-hmm. i remember seeing um you took photos for uh, a production company mm-hmm. and i remember seeing that because i i'm also really interested in film and so i like follow oh. all these like production companies on mm-hmm. instagram and i was like wait <laughs> that's isabella so yeah she's into photography and i'll let her explain part of her journey here in a second but i want to explain how we know each other. So me and Isabella went to high school together. However, we had never seen each other at high school. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe, no, probably not. We go to a so. big high school, or we went to a big high school. So how did we meet? So we met, I don't know how many years ago, maybe two years ago. And um, I work for this company called 75 Degrees and Fuzzy. It is a clothing company that my friend owns. And um, Malia's cousins, Claire and Emma, were the clients hosting a sale at their house, and I went to go take photos and met Malia there. And I was like, "How can I forget a kind face?" Oh, I definitely so want to continue get to know her. And yeah, she's been awesome. And then we reconnected after a couple of years, and yeah, we are today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I went to. I remember my cousins were doing this this thing with seventy five degrees and fuzzy, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Malia, do you want to come?" Because your our mutual friend who owns the company, Lena, mm-hmm. um, she was also a friend of mine at the time and was like, you should totally join. And so Bella took pictures of us and it was so, I was, 
So I was modeling, guys. <laughs> yes, yes. Shameless modeling plug. Yeah, no, my one and only moment of shining in front of the camera. It was so funny. Um, but it was it was cute. I sold yeah. some of the outfits today, although Aww. I I don't think they fit anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, the quarantine may have killed mm. those outfits. So <laughs> yeah, killed us all. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, so that's how we know each other. Okay. So diving into photography, I'll let you explain here in a second. Um, so how did you get into photography? It's like this, like people say photography all the time and there's like a wide variety of what you can do with it, but how did you get plugged in? Yeah. So, um, I've always been fascinated with taking photos for the longest time. I love making things look aesthetically pleasing, I guess you could say, <laughs> and it started out just kind of taking photos of like the waves at the beach for some reason with my iPhone 4, my life proof case. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What a time. Um, I remember and, those cases being yeah. like so in, in like middle school. So popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, from there, I kind of stemmed off of taking pictures of just my friends, like in high school. And then it wasn't until my junior year of high school where my family and my friends really encouraged me to maybe pursue like my hobby as a business, you know, yeah. and take it a step further because I really wasn't interested in anything else. I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't really know what I want to do. And they were, you know, suggesting that I would um, take on photography. And so I started. <laughs> DMing a bunch of fashion companies as much as I could, fashion, clothing boutiques, like, you know, old Bella was really ambitious. (laughs) Just, you know, I was borrowing my neighbor's camera at the time. I did not own my own camera. Really? And you were already, like, being this ambitious with your skills. That's so awesome. Yeah. So it was very uh, beginner. (laughs) And, you know, my portfolio probably had, like, three okay photos in it. And, um, And after getting rejected a lot, (laughs) which is okay, you know, it eventually led to just one simple comment of like a fashion um, Instagram clothing boutique thing that I commented on. I was like, I would love to take photos for you. And they actually saw it and responded, saw my work. And then they DM me and were like, we would love to work with you. And I just remember being so excited. How old were you when this happened? I was in my junior year of high school. So like 16? Yeah. 16, 17, and I was like, mom, mom, guess what? You know, I have great news. Like, I'm going to do this gig for free. And she was like, okay, like, just be careful, you know, not to get walked on, like, you know, and oh, yeah, get yeah, taken yeah. advantage of. The parental warning. Mm-hmm. I got I got plenty of parental warnings when I started my podcast. <laughs> you wouldn't even believe. Not just from, like, my immediate parents, but, like, my grandparents. Or, yeah, it was just a whole, like, well, you're using your first and last name. Mm. (gasps) (laughs) Like people can find you. Yeah. You said where you lived. I'm like, I am learning everyone. Clearly it was a learning process, but a lot of parental like, okay, so this is what you do and this is what you don't, even though none of them had ever done anything like it before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard, but it's also really, I could see like a parent when someone like, for someone like you that has such big ambitions, mm. especially with something that you're gifted at, I, I could see parents just being really encouraging, but then slightly freaked out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially like, you know, 
I mean, I had such like, I had a private account and I had to make that public for people to be able to see my work. And right. so even just making my account public was such a huge step, which is so simple. But I was like, oh man, like anybody can see my work. Like I need to make sure it looks good. Like delete all the photos of myself on there. and like, you know, go kind of underground kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then about a week later, I met up with um, the people of the company and I like, chose all these different spots we ended up shooting like 20 minutes um around this area and it went really well I was super nervous but it honestly like took off from there and then from that the owner of the company reached out to me and was starting a blog at the time okay and she was like oh I really would be interested if you would take pictures for my blog right and so then like that happened and and then it kind of just spread like it, it became like a word of mouth situation definitely word of mouth I mean like I'm so thankful that the Lord has like blessed the business and it has grown so much from mm. there and it's just amazing like look back and see how many people supported me and how many people recommended me wow. um it has just been such an amazing journey so well I de it's definitely part of it is because you're such a nice person <laughs> thank you Isabella is like the sweetest thank I mean I remember you. meeting you and you were I remember meeting you and we were both pretty shy and quiet <laughs> and reserved I mean I was with my cousins so normally when I'm with the two of them uh, I get like louder and louder as the day goes on <laughs> because they just bring out probably the best qualities in me. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember meeting you. We were both pretty shy. I was the first like I'm I, I wouldn't say I'm like but like shy of the camera, but I'm just like never done anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was for a super small company. It's no big deal. But I just even looking back, I'm like that's so weird. Like Lena was like telling me to like put my hand on my hip. I was like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> yeah. But Isabel was there, and she had just like the kindest soul. And I knew she was like, you know, when they're artsy, when they wear their baseball cap backwards <laughs> while taking pictures, and she just came out with her baseball cap and her nice camera, and she's like, hey guys. I'm going to take some pictures of you. <laughs> so I could totally see why the word of mouth just went because you're just such a nice person mm -hmm. and I think really collaborative. Wow. I am I know I host a podcast and I <laughs> still can't do words. It's all good. Yeah. So collaborative. Perfect. I think I got it. Okay. Yeah. No, because I remember you working with Lena mm -hmm. as well and you two just being like, Lena just being very clear what she wanted. Yeah. And you just being like, sure. <laughs> but then I, I remember seeing like the finished product and being like, yeah, I definitely didn't look like that, but <laughs> Isabella did a great job. Thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, definitely like in December, in the month of December, I think in my junior year, Lena came up to me, and this was before 75 even started. Right. And she was like, I want to do something with this fashion company and I would love to have you on board. And honestly, I did not have any, I was like, okay, sure. Like we'll do the photos. And then, I mean, I was like, whoa, wait, this is like, cool. This is going to turn out amazing the way that she has marketed everything mm -hmm. and all the opportunities that she's giving me. I mean, it has grown so much and like, right. you know, it's been awesome to be able to be financially supported from that as well mm -hmm. and it's been it's been a great journey so love Lena <laughs> I love her so as your paid gigs got like more and more expansive like tell me a little bit more about that because I know like we we live in a like a small 
beach community town where like everyone knows everyone mm-hmm. um except for those few years where me and Bella didn't you know each other but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we go to um, um, our high school is big mm-hmm. but our city is small it's yeah. a weird combo yeah but um I re- so I remember you starting to take pictures of everyone because you got tagged a lot in my feed <laughs> um but I didn't know that you had expanded so much outside of our local beach community. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So I think a lot of it came from just working um, with models that were connected through 75 Degrees and Fuzzy. And they lived in like Newport or like Huntington Beach and and Mm. us making that drive there and shooting Newport Beach. Like people found out about us through that, you know, just the other day. Um one of the models for 75 was from like Laguna Hills and she owned a salon and one of her clients came in and was oh. getting a facial and was like, Oh, I'm looking for a photographer. And that's how I got hooked up with someone in Kodo, you know? And so, wow. Yeah. It's definitely crazy. Like how many people are in need of photographers and growing up, you know, my family and I are very old school, like take picture on the phone. You know, yes. We've never really had like professional photos done. And so I think even just getting this gig of being a photographer, like my eyes have opened up to like how much there is a need for photographers and just, you know, capturing that special moment for families or at birthday parties mm-hmm. or helping a friend out in a small business. Yeah. Do you, but I, what I've noticed with your photos too, because you're not only capturing moments, but you get creative with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the different, the editing process for you must be like a completely different, like eye-opening experience for your creativity. Because it's one thing to be working with people and then people telling you like, okay, I want this done. Mm -hmm. But then you being able to go back and be like, okay, it's my turn now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, um, I honestly love the editing process sometimes. I definitely will just like go home, set up my computer turn on some worship music and then just get down to editing start vibing <laughs> just so, so good just tooting the world out like my little headphones yeah on, like coffee no around me got my coffee yeah or you like walk into a coffee shop and you're like put the mask on nobody talk to me <laughs> yeah absolutely um but yeah i definitely think like creating you know even um filters for people so the way that photographers do it sometimes is we call them presets some people call them filters and um filters you know when you're a photographer when you say preset versus (laughs) filters oh yeah so like filter you know you just like you're editing on instagram you slap on the filter and it changes you know the way that a photo looks whereas like a preset you're starting completely from scratch you're creating like almost like a cake for yourself. You know, you're putting in that flour or that eggs, like it's creating everything. You're adjusting the lighting, all the colors in the photo. And so it's really gives you that ability to be creative in that way mm-hmm. of adjusting the photo. You know, you can make it super moody or you can edit it super bright and really make those colors pop. Yeah. Put like an emotion on each photo. Absolutely. And especially if you're doing it for like, I mean, if you're doing it for a company and they're they're marketing in a specific way that kind of guides you. But if you're doing it with a family, you kind of get like different vibes from different people and like mm-hmm. what they want. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you're taking pictures for a family versus for like a funeral, it's very different. Very different. <laughs> very different. Do you have any like unique, I don't know, like a story or like a unique circumstance that stands out with, for taking pictures for some sort of like gig that you were on? 
Um, unique. Like something that, I don't know, you just unexpected that has come up through photography for you. Mm. Oh, I definitely feel like my working with the production company was huge. Right. Out of my zone. You know, I've been in the fashion industry for a really long time and um, I was approached by a guy who um, is a short filmmaker mm-hmm. and we knew a mutual person and he said, Hey, like, you know, a friend recommended me to you. I was wondering if you would like to shoot some behind the scenes of a short film that we're making. And I was like, why? Like, no way. I was super stoked. Yeah. And, and they filmed it right here in and, SC, which I thought was super yeah. cool. And I just recognized the production company because they did Bethany Hamilton's mm-hmm. documentary that's out on Netflix right now. Yeah. So that was insane. And I, of course, jumped on the opportunity um, and was really just amazed about how much work and effort goes mm. into such a short film, right? You know? and, and so they were hoping to get the short film launched into eventually a movie if it caught enough attention. Right. And so, you know, it definitely was like a lot of promotion came from my part and I was like freaking out, you know, and ended up like shooting some disposable film for the first time and those turned out great. Wow. Yeah. And it was such a different realm for me to be in in photography, but I met so many amazing people and it was just really like I said an eye-opening experience of how much work goes into a short film and it can be like such a quick little you know 30 second shot but that shot that was 30 seconds that the audience sees Mm. it was like two hours to make so it was really cool I loved it do you think you would ever possibly move into the film realm I mean some of your photography skills totally overlap with the things that they do with um film yeah I honestly, I'm open to the idea. I definitely like where I am now, but, um, you know, if an opportunity presents itself, I would definitely love to learn more about it and jump on that. That's really neat. Thank awesome. You. Okay. Favorite thing about photography? Shoot. <laughs> um, favorite thing. I definitely have a lot of favorite things. One is, um, just being able to meet the people, meet the clients, um, I love talking to people and meeting new people. And so it's been such an amazing experience to just see the reaction off of the client's faces in a good way of like, wow, like, thank you so much for capturing this, you know, special moment for us that we're going to be able to look back on forever. Mm. And just seeing how much of an impact I made on their life of just by a simple photograph is super rewarding in a way and obviously I don't know like the full capacity of like how much I did truly enjoy the shoot or (laughs) you know if there's anything I could have done better but from you know what I've witnessed it's been super rewarding of like wow like you know what I'm able to make friends from you know shoots and stuff too I I mean that's what happened with us (laughs) exactly exactly I've been able to connect with so many people and you know meet people in my own community of like wow like I didn't know that we both went to the same high school or we were both like affiliated with the same religion. It's just been, it's been amazing. Or have mutual friends. Exactly. I was surprised of how many mutual friends we had when you showed up the other night. um, Cause I, so how we reconnected is through a Bible study that I started once quarantine happened. It was like, we originally met outside and we just like spread like out in the front and we just spread ourselves out as far as we could go, Mm -hmm. like in my cul-de-sac. And then, as restrictions started to lighten up, we just like slowly and slowly worked our way to my backyard and we're still outside and we're still social distancing. But um, I met you the other day with our mutual friend Peyton and I was like, 
what like worlds collide this is so crazy oh my goodness because I knew her from like back in preschool Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh I love them (laughs) love them both of course I love you because I love her and I was yeah so much fun I love that photography kind of brings people together in many different ways but Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't think about the photographer like (laughs) him or herself you know Mm -hmm. like I mean if you're taking pictures of a family like you're you're trying to capture a moment to bring them closer in their in their home or wherever they're gonna see it Mm -hmm. but you get to connect with them as well so Mm -hmm. that's that's really neat I never thought about that yeah um okay cynical note what's your least favorite thing about photography <laughs> Ooh, um definitely the creative demand for it and mm. I think you know I love photography but it's kind of different it's not so much like an I guess you could say a normal job um, right. it obviously still is a job but I think the demand for being creative right then and there is kind of hard sometimes because you know some of my creative ideas for a shoot happen in the middle of the night when I wake up to you know get a drink of water and I'm like oh this would be such a great idea for a shoot and then whereas other times I'm like you know not really feeling as creative or just don't have that artistic eye that day and when I show up for work I'm just kind of going through the motions and Mm -hmm. like okay, I have to take a photo, but not really thinking about, okay, how can I make this photo different from all the other ones that I've taken? How can I take this to like the next step of, you know, making a fun pose or, you know, capturing that super um, raw moment. And so that's been a little hard, you know, because other people can just be like, okay, like I'm going to do this job and get it done. But, you know, that creative demand for trying to be super artistic at a certain time is kind of hard yeah and just like trying to be authentic but mm-hmm. if you're trying to be authentic a hundred percent of the time and you keep like kind of it's like the pressure the in the moment in the moment pressure but instead mm-hmm. of doing like like say a, an athlete like they have a specific job and specific role to do and mm-hmm. all they have to do is accomplish that like yeah. there's always exceptions and there's going to be plays that look different but for something like the creative process to be mm-hmm. on that much and think about all the different things. Like you're not just doing one thing mm-hmm. or three things like an athlete would. You guys, once you do one thing, mm-hmm. you guys almost try to avoid doing it again. Like repetition is like almost a sin almost. Absolutely. <laughs> They're like, oh, I saw that girl wear that same dress in like a photo three years ago. Nope. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny because like, And I always relate, some of the things that I do, I always relate back to, like, my athletic roots, because that's just what I grew up doing, and all the analogies work for me. Mm -hmm. So, just, like, ingrained in us is, like, repetition, repetition, do it right once, and then do it again, and do it again, and just keep doing it until it's perfectly done every single time. Mm -hmm. But you almost, like, have to tear that all down when you are working with a camera. Mm -hmm. Like, me starting out with photography and I'm a novice like really novice you should have <laughs> I was I was in um Yosemite a couple weeks ago and I was I brought my camera up and you should have seen oh, I was so frustrated because I couldn't get to work <laughs> and all my auto settings went Ooh. and I was just like man like all the manual stuff I was just struggling I was like mm. so many buttons <laughs> overwhelmed why is the photo not clearing and like when I wanted to get the shot like near like Nevada Falls I'm like okay here we go and then doesn't work and I'm like 
shoot like my family witnessed like so much emotion (laughs) pure anger came out oh my goodness so to have that on like everything working and then your creative vision Mm -hmm. and yeah I can see that it could be your least favorite thing (laughs) yeah yeah it's been all right moving forward to our our last question here do you have any like favorite photographers or anyone in particular that has inspired you through this process yeah so um definitely have a lot of favorite photographers I don't know all their names definitely like (laughs) top notch like whoever the photographer is for anthropology and free people yes love their catalogs i mean i hoard them and clip them save them everything every month really (laughs) yeah it's been amazing it definitely is like a huge inspiration to see um you know how amazing those photos turn out Mm. and i've trust me i've tried searching the name of the photographers and it's like you know some of that stuff is not exposed just with everything else you know it's like people just see the end product you know nobody really talks about the behind the scenes what about the studio lighting guy what about the the guy that was responsible for getting waters for all the models and photographers there absolutely because I mean in a in a like especially a magazine they're trying to solely promote the clothes first of all Mm -hmm. and it's almost like with advertisement that I've learned like over the last couple of years of just like becoming more critically aware of the things I'm intaking yeah um they're just trying to promote like a different world for you almost Mm. like just so if they have any like behind the scenes it's like it ruins like the world like the Mm -hmm. universe they created in like a paper magazine which seems absurd but I didn't realize how much it affected people Mm -hmm. it's cool because photographers are really a part of that and they're really good at creating these universes and worlds and like a single like snapshot Mm -hmm. absolutely and sometimes it can be hard to overcome that because you know I mean the world of photography can be so you know different in a way like so fake in a way because you know (laughs) you can like photoshop you know all these models and really just kind of create this you know fan fantasy of unreality and so it's like I think you know also part of my job is like being able to bring out that realness in people of like mm-hmm. using people that don't really feel comfortable in their bodies or somebody who wouldn't. <laughs> I just had to laugh there <laughs> because I'm very much not comfortable in my body. <laughs> yeah, well, like some girls that like don't feel beautiful. Like I mm. feel like that is another part of why I love my job so much is like being able to work with those people that aren't as comfortable in their bodies with people, you know, and so making them feel confident in themselves is like awesome. Oh, yeah. You just, it's such a gift, especially you primarily work with probably like younger women or mm-hmm. teenage girls and just being able to be that, I don't know, that positive light in there. And also just being supportive in that process and giving them something, I don't know, encouraging to work with. Mm-hmm. That is really special. Yeah. And really a gift. Yeah. But anyways, I do have, sorry, one more <laughs> photographer okay so I know like one photographer by her name her name is Valeria Rocha I think that's her last name um I wouldn't know (laughs) her work is phenomenal I mean she's like a Colombian girl and just the way she connects her photography with her faith is such an amazing part of why I love her so much and she actually um I've been following her for a while and the way she like creates her art of just like collages of different photos and then gained a lot of attention and ended up being the photographer for 
Taylor Swift's Lover album. No. Yeah. For her. And that was, like, an artistically driven album. Mm-hmm. Like, vibes were flying everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much color. <laughs> yeah, lots of color. And so that was amazing to kind of witness, like, her journey of like, wow, like she's able to shoot for Taylor Swift, like this small town Colombian girl um, was able to do that. And so just really like fond of her and how humble she was during the whole experience as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. I, I've really enjoyed talking with you. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. With that, I'm going to say goodbye to Isabella. <laughs> I'm laughing again now saying her name. I can't believe I said Isabel. Um, we're going to, you know what? We're going to end it now. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Malia's Ideas on Photography. Today is actually our last episode of season one, and I am so glad to have Isabella here with us to close out our episode. This podcast has been such a fun and unique way to spend my time during quarantine, and I hope to do more seasons to come. So for now... Give us a follow on our Instagram at Malia's Ideas, the podcast for episode updates and have a great day and a wonderful week. We'll see you all next time.